Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good afternoon, Erica. It's a bit weird, we usually say good morning. I know, I know, it's afternoon, it's all very strange. <laughs> it is, <laughs> and it's quite it's quite warm and muggy, and I'm kind of like, I might nod off, I might need to Yeah, I think we've hit a bit of a slump in our day, this is not the best time to be recording, but it will do. <laughs> yes, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, yeah, so how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. My hay fever's been pretty bad for the last few days, but hmm. I'm, other than that, I'm great. Oh, cool. How are you? Cool. Yeah, not too bad, knackered, but I'll tell you about that. Oh. Tell me what you've been doing. I was going to say, what's been knackering you? Um, <laughs> work. Oh, has it all just, just come work. at once? Yeah, like buses. Like okay. buses, love. Like buses. But you go on, tell me, tell me what you've been up to first. So I didn't feel like I'd done an awful lot this month. I have done one cake, which was, oh, bad. So, <laughs> so, Why? So, it was for, do you know we had our little heat wave? Oh, yes. It was for being picked up on the Tuesday evening. So oh. the second day of the like 38 to 40 degree weather oh. was being picked up that evening for the Wednesday. So it yes. already said like, pick this up as late as possible because basically I don't know how long it's going to last. Quite frankly, I have no idea. Like it's never been this hot. Food's yeah. not meant to be this hot. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, because I was working on Monday and Tuesday, I had to bake it on Saturday night. Yeah. And then decorate it on Sunday, which was still like nearly 30 degrees. So, it was still yes. really hot, but it was nowhere near as hot as it was going to be. Um, so, I couldn't really do masses with the decorating because I was like, this is just starting to stick to me now. Like, I started early, but then a few hours into the day, it was already too hot. Yeah. So I kind of cut back the decorating to a very basic level, <laughs> which is fine. And then I was like, what on earth am I going to do with this cake? Because I don't, I, th- I was thinking while I was decorating it, I was like, right, okay, I have identified the coolest place in my house. And then it was our spare room. So I've shut the windows, the curtains, shut the door. Um, and I decided I would go and buy a cool bag that I could fit the cake in. So I did right. that. I invested in the cool bag. And I stuck the cake in the cool bag on the floor. Yep. And then it stayed until the Tuesday. <laughs> and I just hoped for the best. Because I was like, the whole house is going to get hot. Yeah. I don't want to put it in the fridge. Because then getting it out of the fridge, the temperature is going to be so wildly different. I'm going to yeah. get air bubbles. It's going to be worse than if I've just kept it out the whole time, I think. Because our house was probably about 35, if not hotter. Yeah. So it would have been going from like, what's a fridge? I don't know. I should not know this, but I can't remember. 10 oh, degrees? Four, like that? Four, four, four okay. or five. Yeah. Four or five degrees to like 30 degrees hotter. Yes. You're going to get air bubbles. It's going to be ridiculous and it's going to be sweaty and it's going to be awful. So I thought that's not a good idea. So I just went for the cool bag and I was like, you might get air bubbles. I don't know how long it's going to last. I would advise you to eat it all tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get air bubbles? I don't think it did, no. No. No, because I, I think the temperature went up and down pretty steadily. I don't oh, think okay. it was like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a quick thing, do you know what I mean? And the cool bag did seem to keep it quite cool because when I put it in there, it was the evening, so I'd like aired the house out, let it get colder. Yeah. And then put it in the cool bag. And I thought, I'll leave a little gap in the zip in case it gets sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so like, every now and then I would go I'd like of an evening like sneak into the room and like stick my hand in the bag I was like no it feels okay it was on the right temperature <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I mean, we have. <laughs> oh I know but like we don't have air conditioning no one's house has air con so no um, so i tell you what you can do you do what I did and invest nearly 400 pounds in some blinds on my, on my patio doors did they work they help okay. yes Yes, they do. Help. I mean, we did, we did like a bit of that. So we've got, we've got shutters anyway. So they shut to being like pretty dark. 
yeah. and do a pretty good job of keeping the heat out. But the problem is the back of our house has got a little conservatory on it. It's like a little lean-to type oh, thing. Oh, gosh. It's like a little um, greenhouse. Yeah. And basically every single one of our windows, apart from the back door to the kitchen, goes into that. So you can't open the window without letting more heat in. Oh, so yes. I've got I've made like blackout blinds that I put up anyway that go over the roof, but they don't yep. reach all the way across. So I'd like managed to get some extra fabric and put that up and then put up the parasol outside to try and create some shade so that it wouldn't get as hot. If you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just had the paddling pool outside. And on the first day, that was great because you could sort of go and sit in it. And I was working. So yeah. I decided to work from home. Because I was meant to be finishing at five. I was like, I can't finish at five. It's meant to be 38. I cannot get a train in 38 degree heat. No. Because there'll be there'll so be many cancellations. It will take forever. Yeah. And I thought, I don't mind working on for like a couple of hours till yeah. it's cooler. But actually, it was literally no cooler at seven o'clock. It was meant no. to be getting like one degree cooler at yeah. like nine. It was I was like, yeah. this is just not, it's not going to work. So I did that one from home and then got in the paddling pool as soon as I finished, which was lovely. Um. <laughs> We decided we would put a bed sheet over it, like a fitted sheet over it overnight to get oh, the foxes okay. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which seemed to work. But unfortunately, oh. the next day it was not stone cold, it was lukewarm because it had just been hot all it's night. So, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't quite as good the second day. It didn't really cool you down, but oh, it was a start. No. Yeah. So that, that was the uh, hot cake experience. Yes. Um, what else have I done? Um, oh, I'm I'm creating a cake as we speak. It is in the oven, and I have made some little Peter Rabbit type cutouts Aww. to go on it for a christening for my niece. So Aww, that's, that's for actually no, sorry, I lie. I've made the cutouts, but that's for a cake next week, and the one that's in the oven is for this week, which is for someone else. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you just inadvertently forgotten. Yeah, they were rolling into one. They're rolling into one. I know what I'm meant to be doing with it. Um, I had my birthday. I went yes. to Hastings for the day. I did realise you had your birthday, and then I kept saying, I must send you a text. I must send you a text. And I never sent <laughs> you a text. Like, oh, I'll speak to her tomorrow. It's yeah, fine. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy birthday for your birthday you. that was a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, Middle yes. of the month. Yes. So, so yeah, sorry, you went to Hastings, very nice. Yeah, I went to Hastings for the day and then went to go and see the Thor movie in the evening. And oh, we is it any to, good? It was all right. <laughs> was I wouldn't right. say it's their finest moment, but it was okay. perfectly good to sit through. What else? I have been to, I went to a ramen place called Uzumaki, which was quite fun. Um, it's a new one that opened up that Matt wanted to go to, and I was like, oh, we'll call it a birthday thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they. Um, They've got really cute stuff, so it's all decorated up with um, all Japanese animation, like anime-type oh, okay. stuff on the walls. So they've got like, loads of them, and it's all quite cute, and they do ramen and bubble tea and all that sort of stuff. Oh, where's and, that um, um, Near Tottenham Court Road. So okay. I got to the Elizabeth Lion, Tottenham Court Road. Oh, very nice. Very convenient, very fast. The I had the vegetarian ramen, which can be a bit hit and miss. But it was yeah. honestly the nicest veggie ramen I've ever had. Absolutely really? beautiful. Very, oh. very nice, yeah. But it was a bit expensive for uh, like an everyday thing. It would absolutely be a treat. But yeah, I've but it was your birthday, you little... Erica. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I sent you a little picture over anyway. You can see the little little oh, yeah, cat chopstick can... holders. How cute are they? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love it. What else have I done? Okay, so I went to, this is the bit, I was like, oh, you might be excited by this, you might not be, but <laughs> I was excited by it. Um, I needed to get some stencils for the cake I'm doing this week. I didn't need to, I wanted to, let's be honest, it was it's never a necessity. I had designs to use stencils that I don't currently own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to buy them, and then postage everywhere was really expensive. So I mean, stencils are really flat; they can go in an envelope. I don't need to pay like four pound postage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I started researching companies that I could go to, and realised that the cake craft company is actually embarking. Okay. So I went there. I oh, was. Really? I went up to my hip class. I went to Barking. I thought well, it's not going to cost me anything because. I've got a travel card, so I can get there for free. I have the afternoon free. I'm going to go and look around the Cape Craft Company. Oh, 
Excellent. And how was it? It was good. It's a big shop and there's a lot of stuff in it. It's very warehousey, but there's a lot. And I looked around a lot. I enjoyed looking around because I've not really been to like a big cake shop in a while. Yeah. So I quite enjoyed that. Um, I bought some sugar paste for this week, actually for both the cakes, but one of them I don't know if I'm going to use anymore. Um, okay. But I bought some black because I need to do, the one I'm doing this week is black and white and gold. Okay, yeah. So I'm doing a black tier and a white tier, stenciling them and then doing some gold splashes. Okay. Um, so I bought some black sugar paste and the other, I was going to get the couture one, but they didn't have any. They don't stock it. Um, so I bought Massa, the yeah. Mona Lisa one. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I bought some of that and I bought my stencils that I wanted to get and then I got the ferry back over the river, which has oh. been upgraded since I was last on it, the Woolwich Ferry. Crikey. <clears throat> I, think, I think you had to paddle your own way across when I last went on the Woolwich Ferry. Well, do you know what? You say that. The last time you were on the ferry, it was probably the same one that I was on because apparently they had the same one from like the 1950s or 60s until about a handful of years ago. Which is oh, really? why it, yeah, which is why it felt so like oldie worldy. Yeah, I used to love. Have you ever been as a foot passenger? Uh, no. I loved it, Sam. It felt like being on the Titanic. I don't know word of a lie. <laughs> I feel like I'm being dramatic saying that, but you know when because there are lots of the icebergs. Film, that is exactly why. Just the angles. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I've only seen the film once, so this might be a bad memory. But you know when they're showing the cheap bits. And they're kind of down in like what looks like the engine rooms almost. Yes. And it's all metal and there's wooden benches and yeah, lots yeah, of little yeah. compartments. It's like that. It was like that, oh, basically. Really? So you went downstairs and it was all like gunmetal grey metal. And you were in the engine room, not in the engine rooms, but next to the engine rooms. So it was noisy yeah. and sort of clattery. And then they had all these wooden benches and lots of little compartments. And the old like smoking compartments with the slidey doors and oh, like... Wow. No real windows, but there was yeah. railings. You could, if you went to the edges and sat near the edge, you had railings so you could see like completely unobstructed. It was yeah. quite nice and get a nice breeze. And yeah, I used to like it. And now it's all been done up and they've got completely new ferries and it feels like a waiting room, but it's a lot nicer. And it, there's level access for wheelchairs and buggies. So it's a lot more straightforward to get on and off. But oh, okay. It's a bit less of an experience, maybe. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. It's very, it's clean and it's easy to navigate and, you know, yeah. it's not so noisy and it's a lot tidier. Oh, just not as fun. And probably, probably breaks down a lot less, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's probably, uh, yeah, keeps commuters happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure many people use it for, for commuting on foot, but I thought I'd go back that way as I haven't been that way for a while. So, yeah, yeah, that was quite exciting. I went to the Cake Craft Company. I can't say I'll need to go back because I think a lot of the stuff I want to buy, they don't actually sell. Right. Yeah. But boards and boxes was great to see. So I saw some of the stuff we're going to be talking about later. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, it's like you want to like touch things. I like to touch stuff when I go shopping. So Yes. Yeah. That's what you miss out with the internet. Yeah. that was that. I enjoyed that part of it. Actually, picking things up that I have no intention of buying, <laughs> <laughs> just so I can understand it better. Okay. Um, and I suppose we can't go much further without talking about the uh, football win either, can we? Oh gosh, I drank too much watching that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, that was a fabulous uh, football match. Did you watch it? I watched some of it, so I met my friend for coffee about four o'clock, so I watched, like, the end part of it, oh, rather yeah. than all of it, but they did a brilliant job. Well done to the Lionesses. Yes. So, uh, do, do you know, it's, it's more than just the football match, isn't it, though? It's what it actually represents yeah. for women yeah. in football and girls coming up in the future. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, look forward to uh, to see what the future holds. seeing more of yeah. that, yeah. And um, I really hope that they create some more opportunities out of it. It's not just funding grassroots, but also giving the yes. established players and the ones who've already retired from the game opportunities for work to, like, make the most of all those years that they, paid, they played for little Absolutely. to no money and the hours they put in, like, invite yeah. them to commentate, invite them to write yes. reports for you, you know, or to be, or, you know, mm. give, give yeah. them... Give them appearance fees and all that sort of thing. Yes, 
absolutely make it worth their while so absolutely hopefully some more will come of this and it won't be the end yeah no it's good it was a good it was yeah. a good evening i did sit and watch it all good <laughs> <laughs> and as we're recording they're having their victory parade in uh, trafalgar square they are so, yes uh, yes which i'm not watching because i'm just working so <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you done um july has gone bonkers with wedding cakes so hmm. I don't feel like I've been outside of the kitchen a great deal this month. Um, so I did I did one for the 16th of July, which was the second kind of heat wave bit that we had. Yeah. Um, having been in a WhatsApp group and watching, <laughs> see, I don't watch the weather. I just wait until all the cakers go, it's going to get really hot again. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but as a friend of mine had delivered a cake to the venue that I was going to and it started melting because uh, mm. it was going into a marquee. Oh, gosh, nightmare. Uh, so I had lots of conversations with the bride and we agreed that two of her tears would become dummies. Perfect. And two... Uh, so the uh, so the two cake went in and they put them in the fridge and then the bottom tier, because she desperately wanted to cut into the cake, uh, that stayed as normal cake. Okay. The only problem was that because I had cascading flowers all the way down it and because of the heat, I was worried that the royal icing wouldn't set and I wanted to get there as late as possible so that it wasn't under the... Uh, in the marquee for too long um mm. i did stack it all at home and okay. then carried it but thankfully thankfully it wasn't very far i had to carry it because even even yeah. as dummies they're blooming heavy i mean i was only it's three all the tiers, icing isn't it it's, all the, it's icing. the icing and yeah and everything that's on the roses you know they just yeah. weigh it all down uh, so anyway, that was fine. And she sent me an absolutely lovely email afterwards um, saying how much she loved it. And it did stay standing and everything Aww. was good. So that was good. that was lovely. And then, um, yeah, wedding cakes for me are like buses. So <laughs> I did two last week. Um, absolutely knackered. Um, I was pulling 14-hour days. Oh, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I will, I'll send you a, a picky of the, of the ones that I did. I, I really enjoyed making them, but mm. they were quite labor intensive. Okay. So one of them had a camper van on top, had roses, should be winging its way over to you now. It's a little video because it was the best light. I took photos and the light was terrible. I don't know what it is about light and, um, taking photos in wedding venues. But it looked yellowy, so when I did the video, it actually came out quite, quite a nice colour. Um, so, yeah, they wanted Ooh. camper vans, and, um, but she wanted flamingos on there as well. <laughs> and I said it wouldn't go okay. on the front. So as you get round to the back of the video, you'll find the flamingos on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. so they got their flamingos, and they got their, um, they got their camper van, and it's got roses and eucalyptus. I seem to be making roses and eucalyptus a lot at the minute. Um, yeah. And hydrangea, or hydrangeas. And then the other one... I like eucalyptus and roses, though. I think they go really nicely. They do go... They do. They do very the much textures so. just work, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's just that when you make a lot <laughs> of it, time after time, you're like, oh, yeah. eucalyptus. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... Weirdly, uh, nightmare before Christmas, uh, wedding cake in July. I like that. <laughs> what the idea of nightmare before Christmas? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, guess yeah. I guess that. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed making it. Yeah, really enjoyed making it. But because um, the, so the top tier, so it's four tiers. And the top tier was dummy, so I could make the figures and put okay. the figures on. And I made the moon out of pastelage, and I was just hoping and praying that it was all going to stay together. And yeah. I was going to be able to transport it like that. Um, but I did gunk, gunge it in and dig into the dummy and 
kind yeah. of wedge it in. And thankfully, that travelled absolutely fine. Uh, you never know, do you? You're always on the paranoia. Um, and then the other the other three cakes, obviously cakes, but we had to darken them down. So I had to airbrush. Oh, my life. I airbrushed. <laughs> and then I accidentally leant up against the table because you don't think, do you, that there's actually going to be <laughs> much. I mean, there wasn't. It's not a heavy airbrush. but And, and I had it in a but you know, I had a box surrounding it and blah, blah. Um, but it went everywhere. And I leant up against the table and I had a black line across my stomach. <laughs> and then I had to go and answer the door for a delivery. And then I had to answer the door for something else. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't no. realise, I didn't realise until I looked down. I'm like, oh my Lord, how do you explain that to people? <laughs> um, Just don't. Like, if you, if you act like it's normal, I'm sure you could pull it off. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the design in the dress. That's what it was, part yeah. of the design, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I so I had to do that, and then um, putting um, like pinstripe white lines down the black cake. Uh, was, Did you airbrush that? What the cake? No, that was that was couture. Okay, no, no, the stripes. Nope, I did them with a strip cutter. Oh, okay. Um, so, and it doesn't take that long with the strip cutter, and just and I just stuck one with piping gel. The one thing that I did like, mm. so I uh, hand cut my plaque. So I found a plaque yeah. on the internet, hand cut it out, and then I hand wrote the uh, J and S, simply meant to be. Yeah. And um, then I went through and I cut out all of the bits on the white stripes so it would fit in perfectly. So mm. I was quite pleased. I was quite pleased with that. Oh, look, I've just, can I just read you this? I've yeah. just had a text. Hi, Sam. This is Steve, Jesse's new husband. The cake you made us was absolutely the best, most amazing cake I think I've ever seen, and it tasted incredible. Oh, perfect in every lovely. way. And I just wanted to let you know how happy I was when I saw it. Aww, <laughs> that's was, nice. <laughs> it was nice. I was scared <laughs> of the small stand, but it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well it's lovely done. when you get when you get compliments. After. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, what else have I done? Oh, I, very exciting! I've got my oven cleaned. <laughs> I get someone, someone to come in do and do it. Do it. Oh, God, okay. no. no, I get someone to come in. He comes in twice a year. Bless him. Cleans okay. my oven. Oh, it's so I, much quicker. And I, I do my own. Yeah, no. But I've got um, got it's a my good one luxury. Tip. Got a good tip off a girl at work many years ago, and I've mm-hmm. done this since. So I used to buy all the other cleaning stuff, and it stinks, and it makes you feel like oh, dying. God, yes, and it takes forever. Yeah. And then she was like, "Oh, well, I just use bicarb and lemon." I was like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I now do this, and it, honestly, it works so well. But it's not quick, but it works really well. Um, oh. Basically, get like a Pyrex bowl, yeah. fill it like halfway with water, yeah. squeeze a lemon into it, yeah, or squeeze lemon juice into it, and then I leave the bits of lemon in the water as well. Add yeah. some bicarb, and then you can sort of mix that sort of together and like sponge it onto the, I was going to say the walls and the door, but you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, like yeah. the sides, the yeah, surfaces yeah. and yeah. the trays and everything. Yeah. Then leave it in the oven, turn it on, lowest heat, leave it for like an hour or so, and yeah. it basically steams it all, then everything just wipes off. Oh, cool. And it smells all lemony and delicious. And oh, if you don't nice. wipe it all off, you haven't poisoned yourself because it's lemon and it's bicarb. Oh, very nice. Well, maybe maybe I'll, I might try it as an interim. Yeah, <laughs> it works very well. And then you can use that same bowl in the microwave to like, you know, just give it a bit of a steam in the microwave oh, and, like, and make your microwave cool. nice and clean as well. Oh, very little nice. cheap tip oh. for oven cleaning. Oh, very good. Well, you see, all of those tips are very welcome because, <laughs> you know, it's one of the jobs that I really hate doing. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but I wanted it, it, I got it done just before I had to start doing these two wedding cakes. Um, I went to the cinema. Oh, what did you see? <laughs> I saw The Black Phone. I've not even heard of it. Um, it's it's about a boy who is um, kidnapped um, by a serial killer, <laughs> and um, he's locked in a room. And the phone, there's a phone on the wall, but it's not connected to anything. But it rings, and it's the it's the boys that have been murdered before, and they're trying to help him get out. It was oh. really interesting, actually. It was quite it was quite a good thriller. 
type okay. film. We had we had guild meeting with Jan Sterler, and we we did a we did a, um, a hands on. We made mm. white ginger. That oh. was yeah, it was amazing. It was really good. I will send you a picture of our white ginger. Um, Sounds well, nice. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, and now like you, I'm making a cake for this week, and I feel like I'm making hundreds of little miniature roses. I think I must be. Uh... Oh, how boring! <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind making roses. I find them ther- quite therapeutic um, to do. Uh, it's just that there's quite a lot of them, uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Um, but I need to get them done um, and out of the way. I wanted to get them done before um, the heat starts getting up. Mm. So as who we've done here, I'm going to crack on. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's probably um, just about, you know, my my time in the month, really. It's been very okay. exciting. Yeah. Okay. But I think we've got some new things now. <laughs> we have, we have. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I can do. So I've got, um, so Lizzie Lou London has got some alpha bakes. Uh, which are letters, they're embossing letters, I think largely designed for cookies. Um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, so they've got, what well, I started, the ones that I actually saw first of all were the extra large ones, which, there's and there's two sizes, there's 30 mil and there's 35 mil. Uh, they're okay. in uppercase only, but I think they're ones like they've got um, like a little bar on the side and you push them in, so you actually yeah. stamp them. But then yeah. when I went onto their website, they've got a whole load of new um, fonts. So they call them, they're very exciting. They call them font one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there's, it goes through to font seven. Um, so essentially they're different. They're, they're like there's one that's a bit like a script and there's yeah. so they're different styles of fonts. Um, and some of them are, they're small, medium, and large, and some of them just medium and large. So you kind of have to go yeah. in and have a look. But you you have to attach them to a bar. And I know we were talking earlier that we've both got ones that already yeah. attach to bars. But I've got a feeling that the ones that I've got are really tiny, really tiny. See, I don't know if these are smaller because looking at the size of the writing on these cookies that they've stamped as an example. Yeah. I don't Do you still think, think they're really are, tiny? I think they're about the same size as what I've got. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Um, so I got mine from Wilco's. It cost yeah. about £3. They're very cheap. I've used them once or twice. The only thing I would say is the cheap ones that I've got, the font is not as fine as these. So the impression yeah. of each letter, I think, is wider. So it looks a bit more clunky, whereas these seem to have a really nice, fine, sharp edge, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you'd get a more professional finish. And I really like the the script ones because they seem to work really well they look yes. really nice they're trying, I think they'll be easier as well won't they because you can slot them in so they'll line up and like the yes, tap it it script be... which I find uh, really is that what you've got I've got tap it scripts which obviously you have to flick them out yeah but lining those up is yeah, lining them up is really easy, but you need to make sure you get the words in the right order because you've got to put the letters in reverse order. Yes. And the letters yes, I've learned that the hard so way. <laughs> have a few practice stamps before you go on to like the real thing. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, and no, I think you were just about to say, weren't you, that they, they kind of range from about 20 to £22.50. Yeah, but that's just price. for the letters. But and yes. you can get a box that holds them all for £10 yeah. and the bar is £10. And the bar is £10, yes. Yeah, so there's, I mean, there's quite a lot. If you like if you like your um, fonts and embossing, mm. um, I quite, do you know, the one thing I do like is the idea of the compartment that they've got that you put the fonts in because the, the one that I've got, it just comes in a little box and then by the time you've pulled off all the little bits, they just go back in the, or, you know, you have to put them in a little bag, but it's sorting oh, just- through them. Yours is better than mine. Mine's not in a box. Mine were literally like they came. I think these little they come separated, which is brilliant because mine came all attached, and you've got to like twist them off. Oh yeah, no, mine's like that as well. It's oh, just that it? yeah, it's just the box that it came in. Oh. Just I know mine's just in the bag. There was no oh. box. It's just like a <laughs> bag, so they're oh. just all rattling around in there. Obviously, paid a pound more than you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm sure they're exactly the same. I'm sure they're exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, These look nice. Yeah. So then um, we've got some cake stuff. I've got some new masonite boards. Um, yes. Ranging. So they range from 8 inch to 12 inch, uh, 219 for the 8 inch up to 295 for the 12 inch. And they've bought them out in violet, um, in violet, in pastel colours. So they've got yes. pastel violet, green, yellow, orange, and then there's a Tiffany blue and a hot pink. But I'm not sure whether the hot pink is new, actually. I've got these I saw at the cake decorating company, cake craft company, sorry. Oh, yes, did they you? They had them there as well. Yeah, they were nice. Yes. And they also had some rose, like some gold and silver ones as well in okay. the Masonite style. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But not. Not the gold and silver, as in gold and silver cake drums, as in like the the nice masonite finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In gold and silver, so they look a bit more modern yes. than the gold yes. and silver. Do you know what I've I've bought some of the masonite boards and I actually use them for covering. So I put my cake on and I and I cover my cake oh, and use that okay. as the board instead of because I I what I used to do is I used to get normal cake drums and I would cellophane them. Mm. and then I would use that as a work board okay but uh, it gets the point where you, you know when you're cutting through sometimes you can cut through the cellophane and then you have to recover it and uh, so um yeah. so I thought I'd give I these use... a whirl actually okay I use my Ikea chopping boards for that you know like the little plastic chopping boards ah. the little flexible ones I use them yeah, yeah. Because oh. if you get really stuck, you can peel them away from the cake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they're very light and manoeuvrable. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I like something a bit sturdy because I have to carry them down. My my fridge that I use uh, okay. is in the garage. So I have to carry okay. them down the garden to the garage mm. uh, to put them in. Um, so okay. I like something that's pretty sturdy for me to be able to, yeah. uh, to manoeuvre it about. But... I've quite liked them because they're very they're very white clean and mm. I've not had any problems cutting through them at all or anything. Okay. So I do, yeah, I like them. I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't use them to put cakes on to give them out, but then that's because I do wedding cakes and yeah, it's not quite really... strong enough, big enough for a wedding cake, are they? No, and I can't ribbon it. You know. No, I've so... used them before. I think they look nice, but also they had them in the big. Um, like with the boards for the numbers, the oblong shaped ones. Oh yeah. So you could do like your fifties on them or whatever it is. Oh okay. Yes. I was like, oh, that's actually that'd be very nice because that just looks nice and clean and yes. smart and. Yeah. 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 But I would, I would personally, I know they're reusable, but I would cost them into my oh, cakes yeah. because yeah. the chances of you actually getting it back, you yeah. know, you're almost giving it and they can reuse it as opposed yes. to you getting it back to reuse. And yeah. the, the only thing that I find is that even if you were going to reuse them, the the bottom needs to be sealed because the bottom okay. is still a paper. Oh, so okay. They're so not, like, that completely gets, covered. No. So that gets kind of dirty. Okay. And I, I, yeah, I could do with trying to seal the base somehow, really. But there mm. you go. Um, and then we've got... Um, uh, what came through my feed, and it's different to what came through your <laughs> through yours on Instagram, was Dawn Butler from Dinky Doodle is doing a summer camp, um, which mm. looks really good. And she's designed it. She says it's for kids, but then in brackets it says, well, it's for anyone really. Um, she's, been, <laughs> <laughs> she's been posting out boxes uh, with everything that you need. And it's six weeks, I think, uh, 20 quid. And That's not bad I, at all, is it? No, I think it's really good. And if I had uh, six weeks, you know, where I could, uh, where I had free time and I could do it, uh, do you know what? Mm. I think I would just for just for enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but I think she's probably just started. So the post that I saw she put on on the twenty second of July, and it said okay. starts in four days. Okay. So we, so she's just started it. So whether she still takes people now. Um, and we'll post out boxes. I don't know, but thought it looked good, and I hope it goes well for her because I, I think yeah. it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah, that is very yeah. nice. So, what have you got? Uh, so, the thing that I got from Dawn Butler and uh, Dinky Doodle is she has a roulette wheel class. So it actually spins. You can make oh, a spinning cool. roulette wheel, 
And this is an online class um, run in a private Facebook group and it runs the evenings of the 9th, 10th and 11th of August. Once a class is finished, kits for you to make it yourself will be available to purchase separately. You don't have to watch them live, but once the lesson's done, they're uploaded and then you've got access to them forever. And it's £60 and you can pay that in one go or you can pay that in two payments of £30 a month, which I think is quite a nice Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I like, she's very, she's just very good at like moving cakes and that sort of thing. Like I've not seen anyone do spinning roulette wheels. She's good at coming up with ideas that other people have not done. Yes, I do like her creativity. Yeah. Um, I've also got Happy Sprinkles. I've got some new new designs. Is that the right word? New mixtures, maybe, is the thing. Um, there is But First Unicorns, which has got uh, pink unicorn horns, the little balls in purple and pink, some green rainbows and white clouds and a load of other stuff in those sort of colours. Funky Flamingo Edible Sprinkle Mix is predominantly, I'm just going to say what the main things are. Um, You've got pink flamingos, you've got the sticks in pink, white and orange and yellow and some balls in blue, pink and white. I have a real trouble thinking of the names of colours. This is really hard. Um, ice cream, ice cream mix. You've got some ice cream cones in the sort of very pale pink. The green rainbows again and some sticks in pink and white and then balls in pink, white and purple. Uh, let's go bananas, which has got the ice cream cones in the pale pink with some yellow, bright yellow bananas. And this one's mostly purples and pinks and the bright yellow. Uh, summer swirl which is pastel pinks and oranges. That is sort of colour sticks. And Sweet Little Princess, which I'm not sure this is new because it looks familiar, but mostly pinks along with some white crowns thrown in and a handful of white stars as well. Uh, So they're all new and they are, if you buy them from Cake Stuff, 90 grams is around £6.19. The RRP isn't £7.50. Uh-huh. We've also got uh, Mr. Baker. So this is Rob Baker-Gall of Mr. Baker's yes. Cakes, who is on YouTube. He has opened up an actual cake school, which is in Fairham. So it says oh, PO16. Okay. I feel like that's Portsmouth kind of way, is it? I think so. Yeah. Fairham. Yes, we check before we, before we tell everyone it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Guildford. Yeah. Yes. yes, going on the yeah. way down to, yes. Towards Portsmouth and Gosport and that sort Fairham. of way. I've put in Fairham. It's come up with Farnham. Really? Yeah, that's obviously what you've searched for before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, why is it? Oh, yeah, go on, give up. Yes. <laughs> so he's doing baking classes. Uh, there's a cake basics. There's some scone ones or scones. Cupcakes, loaded chocolate cakes. Uh, prices seem to start from around £60 for the cupcakes. The uh, Cake Basics is 85 So he's running classes from there, which is nice. It looks like a very nice little school. Uh, it says, please note that our adult classes are suitable for individuals over the, 18, over the age of 18. We also offer a full range of children's classes, so they're separate ones, or a cake decorating experience for the whole family to enjoy. So depending on your age ranges you're looking for, depends on what options are available to you um I feel like he is a school teacher so he's really got quite a lot of experience of teaching kids I think he was yes I think you're right I think he still is oh yes yes so um he also has got after school clubs and holiday play schemes at oh, really? his uh, yeah yeah oh, at his Kate school I can imagine so they'd be quite you're... fun actually yeah if you're interested in that then go check it out his website is Mr. Baker's Cake School. So if you search for Mr. Baker's Cake School, that should come up. And finally, I have got something from Molly Robbins. So she's done a collection with a clothing brand called Jambats, and they're an independent clothing brand. Ethically made, quality, slow fashion in sizes three extra small to five XL, which in normal terms the three extra small is a uk six to eight and the five extra large is a 26 to 28 so they cover most most people would be able to find something that fits them yeah um she's done a range say a range a, a collection of two little outfits there is a pinafore dress and there's some dungarees and they're both in the same print it's a kawaii pastel rainbow 
print, which is so Molly. It's really cute. Yeah, it really suits her. It is. It's like a pastel rainbow in the background and then um, lots of little cupcakes and milkshakes and cinnamon <laughs> rolls and donuts with the little, cute little eyes all over it. And they look really nice and really flattering. I think the dungarees are particularly cute. Yeah, they are. They are, they are very her and they are very fun. So if you know someone who shares her fashion sense, then uh, you might yes. want to go and check them out. So that is Jambats, J-A-M-B-A-T-S. Uh, the dungarees are $47.99 and the pinafore is $36.99. They mm. have got other, other things in there. It's not a massive collection, but that is the Molly Robbins collab. She also seems yeah. to be modelling the shark print ones, but I don't, they don't have her name attached. So I think she's just modelled those for them rather than... <laughs> they just sent her actually, a set. Actually being part of her range, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like those. I think they're good. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. So... We need to explain a bit about um, our main feature this month. <laughs> we tried we tried to uh, get our recording to work, but our usual recording software would just not work on Trudy's yes. computer stuff. But, yeah, Trudy's interview. We tried various different things. We tried iPads, we tried computers, we tried phones. Yes. In the end, we had to improvise a bit. So me and Sam were recording over the internet and I had Trudy on the phone. Yes. So Sam could not speak to Trudy directly and Trudy could not hear <laughs> Sam at all, <laughs> which was interesting. So I had to kind of be like some kind of interpreter for two people that just couldn't hear each other. Um, so hopefully that it will works. make sense when you listen. Yeah. yeah. I do have to kind of interpret stuff. So Sam will say things and I have to pass them to John, but I'm terrible at remembering stuff. So I've kind of, summarized it most times and said the gist of what she said um, it was fine uh, it was fine it yeah <laughs> yes hopefully you find this useful and you enjoy our little chat with Trudy Gillard yes so today we're going to talk to Trudy Gillard who is a British Sugarcraft Guild judge and a judge for Cake International um, she has her own cake business which is Bake Me a Cake and uh, you'll notice that our recording might be slightly different today because we have to find alternative ways of recording sometimes. So I might be quite quiet <laughs> and Erica might be doing a lot of talking. <laughs> so I'll pass it over to you, Erica. Thank you. Hi, Trudy. Hello. Hi. Uh, hi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, for people who don't know you, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I'm a mum of three. Uh, I live in Hawley, uh, which is right near Gatwick. Um, I've been doing cakes for uh, longer than I can remember. I started when I started work. I did an evening class at Croydon College, um, and doing which was a three-year sitting guild certificate, um, and I passed that. And then since then, I've been doing cakes for friends and family. Then in about 15 years ago I set up the business properly and then I've been sort of going forward with that and got a website and you know I get cake orders via my website so that's what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> what training do you get to become a judge Trudy? Right well uh, if you're selected to be a judge uh, obviously you have to apply and you have to write a short you know passage about yourself and why you think you'll be a good judge, um, then you're labelled as a candidate judge. Uh, you have to attend a training day where you're introduced to various elements of judging and we'll do some and then do some practice judging with um, a couple of mentors. Okay. Yeah, fuller understanding of the judging. Lovely. And then do you get training sort of going forwards from that on ongoing training? Yeah, so then you have to do a couple of placements, uh, a live competition, but and your marks, you're overseen still by the mentor, and your marks and your comments for this are not included on the results of the day. Oh, okay. But then they're you know um, scanned by the you know by the mentor, and you're given feedback whether you have made. Uh, good comments, not good comments, and you know how can you can improve on your comments. Okay, so if you then, see then like three people judging, it means that one of them's a mentor, but only two people's, only the two qualified people's marks are being taken into account. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then once you've, how long do you do that for? And then what happens after however long? <laughs> yeah, you have to do a couple of placements um, as a candidate and then a couple as a junior judge and then you're awarded fully-fledged judge. Oh, lovely. And then you're allowed to do it, go off on your own. <laughs> but, as I say, go off on your own. As I say, um, you're not actually on your own because when you do a competition, you're in pairs marking. Uh, you mark individually and then you come together to compare your notes uh, later in the day to see that you know you've got a fair perception of the competition piece oh lovely how long did it take you to progress through all those stages well um because the competitions are becoming fewer and far between it has taken me a couple of years to do that because you know competitions are less frequent now aren't they yeah bsg competitions are less frequent and you know summer and then i think you know there was lockdown and what have you so I am now fully fledged, but it did take quite a while. Okay. And do you get like a sort of yearly update or anything or any kind of, you know, get together with the other judges that you have to do or is that it once yeah. you've done your initial? Yeah, there's um, an annual seminar that we all expected to attend as judges uh, where we'll have, you know, up-to-date training, we'll have up-to-date information on legislation what's coming forward, new skills, new methods that people are using and whether that's allowed, whether that's not allowed. Because um, there's always, you know, the mark, you know, the skills always changing in the um, tape world, aren't they? Yeah, and new products as well. <laughs> yeah, new products, new methods, people are using all sorts of things. So that's a good training day to find out all of this information and it's a full day that we all, all generally have to attend oh wow sam you've got another question i do yeah so if you become a bsg judge do you have to mm. start the process again for ci or is it a pool of judges then so can a ci judge judge at a bsg competition and vice versa so sam's question is when you qualify as a BSG judge, does that automatically qualify you to judge at Cake International and vice versa? If you qualify as a Cake International judge, does that automatically qualify you to judge at BSG competitions? No, not at all. They're completely separate entities and they operate separately. So you'd have to go through um, training for BSG separately to training for Cake International and whether you're, you know, you're selected, you have to be selected first to be a judge and then you have to do the training. Um, so it's a whole different process. Okay. And the, the one yeah. that we're talking about today is BSG judging. Correct. Right. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> um, what does a judge look for and what makes a good competition entry in your opinion? on the piece but you know that doesn't mean you need to have you know dozens of skills skills on the piece but whatever skill you use has to be done at a good level okay um has to be done well so yeah you might only have two three skills on the piece but they should be done to a good standard and not you know sort of thrown together if you like uh, you know it's not all about how many skills you can get on the piece. Okay. It's about how, how well you do the skill. Okay. So what are the most common mistakes that you see then? Not to schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and for people who haven't entered a competition, what does not to schedule mean? Um, sometimes the piece is overhanging the board, the board's wrong size, is too tall, it might have wires in it, it's you know, using the wrong <coughs> medium, um, they're the main things, or the wires they're pushed in the cake, or it's normally something really silly, you know, and they could have overcome that by reading the schedule. Okay, so it's basically a rule that they've broken that was part of the competition that they entered. It said you have to do this, 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 and this, and then they haven't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
when you're judging, what does your day look like? Uh, right, we arrive uh, about half past eight, nine o'clock, and then about nine thirty, we have a judges meeting where there's the chair of judges is there. She heads the meeting. He or she, sorry, <laughs> heads the meeting. Um, tells us how many competition pieces there are. Hands out our um, marking sheet. Um, in pairs, so we're in pairs, and and told what category we'll be marking. Oh, okay, so you find that out on the day. Yes. Okay. Find that out on the day mostly uh, at this meeting. And then any questions, you know, go to the chair of judges. Any problems, you know, they always say come to us during the day if you've got any problems or if you've got a query or if the two judges judging that category don't agree then you have to go and see the chair of judges and, and compare notes. And then, yeah, you know, you you have to do, go out for five, judge all your pieces. Once you're done, then you hand all your paperwork in and hopefully it's all straightforward. <laughs> and then, yeah, we have a break in the middle for lunch. Um, and that's it. And then you're free to go to the pub. <laughs> sounds like a plan so that's obviously why the judging takes so long because there's quite a lot to to get through isn't there yeah how many yeah. judges do you normally have um well that all depends on how many competition pieces there are so the chair of judges will collate how many entries there's been yeah before the competition before the day and then invite the judges to come and judge at that competition. Okay, so based on like how many entries there are, they go, oh, we'll need this number of people. Yes. Okay. So it, it could be anything from 10 to 30, you know. On the bigger competitions, like Take International, you know, obviously there's hundreds of entries. Mm. So we need a full quota of judges there. <laughs> Definitely. How long do you get to judge each piece? Uh, just five minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose yeah. when you're walking around a competition, you never spend five minutes looking at anything, do you? You, you as a no. as a visitor. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose where you know what faults are common in each category, you're kind of looking for them going, right, checklist of all the yeah. bits I mean, that are common. do to make it easier for judges then keep the schedule <laughs> there's a theme <laughs> read the schedule read it again and read it again sort of three times don't just read it once and then do your piece keep like every step of the way keep reading the schedule that you are keeping to that schedule you know don't pick up wires if you think that you know in the schedule it says don't, you're not allowed to use wires um yeah, literally just read the schedule the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Sam, was there any other questions that you had? Um, 
Well, the only question that I had was about products that uh, are now no longer able to be used. So, for example, or, or up and coming ones that might not be able to be used. For example, oh, yeah. uh, the E171, the um, titanium dioxide, and what happens when you're partway through, uh, you know, the schedule's been released. And you've been working. You've been working on your uh, piece, and then uh, that product then gets banned. What happens? I will ask. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Trudy. What would happen if partway th- between the schedule being released and the actual competition, the rules in some kind of food hygiene change, for example, titanium dioxide, becomes banned? But at the time the schedule was released, it was fine. What would happen with judging in that case? Would they stick to the schedule rules or would it would they be changed partway through? Yeah, once the schedule has been published, that's it. It will be honoured at the time of the competition. So, okay. you know, but anything after that, once the, published, once the um, schedule has been updated, then it won't. Okay, so for that competition, you'd honour it, but next time round it would be... Yeah. Be updated. Lovely. Yeah. That's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it is for people who, um, you know, you start work and then there's that great big worry that you get through. Yeah. And, like E171 is in so much stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Trudy, last question for you then. What's your favourite competition piece? Either one that you've made or one that you've seen someone else make? national um this really humble uh, thai guy had brought this um huge piece over actually brought two pieces over on an airplane they had all this really fine royal icing work on it um i think he yeah, he did achieve a, a, an award but i don't think he got best in show for some i can't remember that year but it was just exquisite it was just so amazing! Everybody kept going up to him saying how brilliant it was, and yet he thought, you know, he was like, "Oh, I wasn't. I was worried about it." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd certainly be worried bringing that on an aeroplane, but it's oh, gotcha. just amazing. But the, the tiny, tiny detail. You know, he must have amazing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Good glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Trudy, thank one. you. Sorry, thank you so much for joining us, Trudy. It's been really useful and I hope our listeners have found it a good insight into the judging process and I'm sure it will help them when they enter competitions in the future. Yeah, okay. That's great. Thanks for talking to me. Yeah. No worries. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Trudy. Bye. <laughs> so, shall we move on to your one to watch? Yes, why not? This month we have Emma Jane Cake Design. So, her Instagram handle is all one word emma e-m-m-a jane j-a-y-n-e cake c-a-k-e and then design d-e-s-i-g-n and you've probably heard of her because she has 33.9 thousand followers <laughs> so you may well be one of them um says emma jane bespoke wedding cakes and celebration cakes for any occasion commissioned exhibition showpieces were like that uh, tutor travels globally to teach sugar art skills and she has her website listed as well and emma jane does mostly sculpted cakes and they're mostly mm. animals um she has got her online school so you can learn online but she also does in-person classes and i really want mm. to do one of her in-person classes i love her animals they're so realistic i saw her many years ago i want to say like six or seven years ago at okay yeah cake and bake um, I took my niece took my niece along and we watched her do a sculpted puppy, which she did from completely from scratch in about really? 45 minutes. Yeah, literally from scratch, from starting from like carving wow. the cake. It was incredible and it was so good. Her animals are fantastic and there's a really wide range. So I know a lot of people tend to focus on one animal, but she's got she's got dinosaurs, hippos, um is that a rabbit or a hedgehog? hedgehog um so it's just the angle i couldn't tell uh various different dogs kingfisher fox frog um a cat a, is it a deer a reindeer or a deer 
uh, stag. There we go. Stag with the antlers. Uh, she's also got people. So she's done... It looks like someone from Game of Thrones, but I don't watch it enough to know who. She's also done her... I think her daughter um, as a sculpted cake. There's all sorts of like elfin like creatures, cows, you name you name it, she's done it. And they all are fantastic and they're all sculpted from cake and they're just brilliant. So I really want to learn and go and do one of her classes. Particularly the stag. Yeah. I think that's the one. They're that's amazing, aren't the they? Most. It's like, yeah, you know you get the sort of country house with the hunting yes. heads on the walls. It's imagine a stag like that and it's sort of a bust of a stag that would have yes, yeah. hung on the wall of a country house, that sort of thing. She had a um Cake International a few years ago. She called it the Trapeze Artist. It was a aerialist oh, in, really? a, in a hoop. Um so she made the woman sitting, holding on. And that was her sort of showpiece. Her showpieces are incredible, actually. Oh yes, the polar um, bear from. Oh, what was mm. the what was the program? His dark material. That's it. That yes. It? Yeah, she's made Martin Luther King. She's made all sorts of people, and they all look brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Her colouring is spot on. All the animals have got a lot of character to them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really in awe of her skills and her imagination as well because. It's such a wide subject matter that she covers because it's people yeah. and animals. There are no copyright issues, you know. It's it's all mm. out there to be to be done and it's her style and you can tell it's hers. Well, I'm not sure how you can tell it's hers, but you can tell it's hers. <laughs> I'm not can, sure yeah. I'm not sure what it is running through them all, but there is a, there is definitely a brand going on. Yeah. It's it's they've all got the same background because they haven't but there is something about them. We did. We did try to get um, Emma to come down to um, the shop to do class. Yeah. And it is, sadly, it oh, just really? never came off. It would have been so lovely to have her. Yeah. She travels sort of up and down the country, really. She's, um, it says, born in South Wales. Um, it doesn't say where she currently lives. Not sure. Um, but she has got an upcoming classes section on her website that you can Are they all in person to. now as well? Um, no. So I've just clicked on the baby triceratops one. Right, yes. And it says sculpting using cake should have... <laughs> sculpting using cake, sculpting paste and Rice Krispie treats... Emma Jane's classes take place in a private Facebook group. The PDF of tools and materials will be placed in the private group. After a live event, you can re-watch at any time. If you've got any questions, ask them in the group. She'll aim to reply personally within 48 hours. Um, ensure you provide us with your email address connected to your Facebook account if it's different from the one you provide to payment. And they give you a, a level. So this one's beginner slash intermediate, three hours, and it's £35, which I think is really reasonable. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So a lo there are a number of like online Facebook group ones, but I've got to be honest, I would rather go somewhere and learn in person mm. than than do a Facebook one because I know what I'm like. I know I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm very inspired by uh, her her style. So go and check her out. That is Emma Jane Cake Design. Oh, that's really nice. Yes, yeah. I love, love Emma Jane. I've been following her for a long time. I have found a one to watch. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. So who have you got, Sam? <laughs> The one that I found is Melissa Cake, spelled M-I-L-I-S-A underscore cake, C-A-K-E. And I'm just trying to find out where she's from. Is it mm. Russia? Um, I quite like all the new techniques that she's been using with the wafer paper and the colouring mm. of the wafer paper. Um, it's very in, isn't it? Cutting the circles and then folding them. It seems to be very popular in Russia, actually, doesn't it? Wafer paper. Yes, it does. It does. I, and I wonder why. Wonder why that is. Do you know, I, I don't know. It's easy to get hold fashion. of. It's, yeah. Um, so she's got some beautiful um, flowers as well. So she obviously does flowers as well as the other um, folding techniques. 
yeah with wafer paper but i like the coloring yeah, and the tones that she's using quite natural looking aren't they they are yes um and she's got a beautiful one of uh rabbits where she's made the ears kind of 3d and then holding a dandelion oh um oh what do you call the bit with all the little I know what you mean. um seeds Seed on head. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but just the little touch of the two pieces kind of blowing away on it and um her characters are uh, pretty cool as well she's got on here i quite like the simplicity and the the um cartoon like um heads yeah that she's put yeah. on i really like the wafer paper little sort of floral type sweeps on the front so. beautiful aren't they they look, they've been made to look like lots of little petals and put together. Mm. And it, at a glance, it looks like a sort of, it's like a floral arrangement, but it's not. It's, it's not. made up of these little wafer, wafer paper papers. petals. Yeah. There's a beautiful yeah. one, actually, that's kind of green. I think it's um, kind of doing sa- those sails. And it's a yeah. very delicate green um, with white, almost kind of, um, not eucalyptus. What's that other? What's that other oh. um, plant? You know, with the seeds that kind of honesty. Are in honesty. It, it looks like that to me. I think it yes, gelatin honesty. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of the gelatin bit, but the gelatin's not the real flower. It's what you make yeah. it out of honesty. Yeah, <laughs> but it just mm. looks so delicate and it, but yeah. intricate as well. You know, the way that it all must have been. You know, you you don't see where anything no. is inserted into the cake or. It's just, it's it's mm. really well thought out. It's beautiful. Sorry, I'm just, I'm now, I'm now going through. See, it goes quiet because I'm like, oh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> she's actually, she's got some really, oh, I like that. Um, so she's got a cake that has, and I can only assume, I'm going to assume, that it's chocolate going up but it almost at a distance it looks floral but it's not hold on I'm going to send it over to you and you can see what I'm wittering on about it's quite a way down the uh it's quite a way down the page oh okay so like little yeah a bit like like when you do the chocolate bark and you make a slab of chocolate that's got all and then you break it it. just broken it into little shards yeah yeah you break it off so it's rough isn't it and it goes up to a point above the above the cake, but the t- the actual um, colouring on the mm. on the pieces, I really yeah, it like. looks like lots of old hard bits um, of paste have been rolled into it. I yes, rolled in, yeah. and then it's cut and broken. Yeah, Very effective. Um, but it's kind of yeah, it looks thought yeah. out as opposed to just stuck on. Because usually you see that technique yes, as like a absolutely. concrete effect. Um, but this is yeah. more of a floral effect. Pinks and, and greens. I really like, very nice. I like. So, um, so this lady is. Mm. Well, we say she was in Russia. Um, Melissa Cake. Um, I recommend you go and have a look and find her. So I guess that's it. Then we've done. <laughs> we've done for another month. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll list the things we've mentioned in the show notes below. You can follow us online on Instagram at the Sugar Craft Junkies. And we'll be back on the 14th of September with another episode. So we'll speak to you then. Bye. Bye.